Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Ben with the Chris and Sandy Show. We'll get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I always say, we got a great show for you. We yes, have we, we have Aaron Reese on today, whose recent single, Hometown Heart, co-written by Billboard's top-ranked country music writer Josh Thompson, Grammy-nominated songwriter Jamie Floyd, and Young Once. And we're excited to have her on the show today. So Welcome to the show. Having me. Welcome. So how are you doing today? I am fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> now I always like to start the show out the kind of the same way. Yes. Uh, we're in a crazy time right now. So how has COVID affected you? And what are some of the things you've done to kind of maneuver through this crazy new year? Um, I mean, I don't think COVID's really affected me that much. Um, I think it's actually gotten me a lot closer to like my family and friends. Uh, because I'm not traveling as much anymore. Because uh, for like the for the past four years, I've been traveling back and forth to California and Florida a lot. So I was barely, you know, home, and I was not seeing my family a lot. And so when COVID happened, I got back to Florida, and I got to spend a lot more time with my family and connect with them a lot more. So that's one thing I'm really blessed for. Uh, I've been also working on a lot of music since all of this has um, started. Uh, yeah. And yeah. I'm so happy for that. And it's been a, it's been a really fun. And, and I have created some like great opportunities and like, yeah. Yeah, it's like with us, you know, we launched the show January of 2020. Right, a couple months. So a couple before months before COVID. Pandemic, yeah. Yeah. And I remember um, our original plan was to do 100 interviews last year. And we thought if we could just do that, it would be amazing. I mean, we, we, and we thought that was pushing it. And we then did. COVID happens. And we're yes. like, um, this could be our silver lining of COVID. Because mm -hmm. all the guests are going to need a place to talk because entertainment was being shut down. Right, right. And uh, so we just went full force. And because of that, we did over 300 interviews last year. And we're all and we're almost at 400 now. Yes. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Great job, guys. We appreciate <laughs> oh, it. Thank you. So for us, it's actually been a really good thing. It has. Well, silver lining. As we but, you know, we don't want to take it lightly because no. we know COVID's serious and all that. And you still got to do what you need to do. Absolutely. But we took advantage of all that. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, so, you know, a lot of people would ask, when did you know you wanted to do music, dance and all that? When did it click that all this could be a career? So I've, I started modeling when I was five and I started acting when I was seven, started dancing, I think like six maybe. Um, and then I started singing when I was around 10. I started like musical theater at my local um, college. And one year, yeah, when, when I started like doing it all and I got into singing a lot more and I took acting very seriously, uh, I was like, this is great. I want to do this for the rest of my life. Like I can't imagine like doing anything else. So yeah. it's like, I've, you know, I've had such amazing opportunities um since starting all of this and it's like i just want to keep going you know i think yeah uh, y'all might have gave the wrong link to the public because i got like a bunch of people in the back thing that was and a, we usually that, don't that, have that, that. You know, instead of watching it on facebook they're like in the back part of this oh yes. wow <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. so if anybody can hear me that's listening if you can go to the chris and sandy show on fa facebook yeah, um, you can watch you it can right there. Interact too. You can 
Yeah, because then you can make comments and interact with the show. Mm -hmm. But anyway, um, so what are some hobbies you'd like to do outside of music? Uh, well, I'm a dancer. I love dancing. I've been, you know, dancing since I was six. Um, so I started doing that. Um, I mean, I just like to hang out with my family. I like to, you know, I like to sit around, watch Netflix all day, of course. Um, I like to flea market. I like to boat. Uh, yeah, I just like to have fun with my family in my free time. Oh, that is awesome. awesome. <laughs> so what would you say is something quirky about you that people don't know? Ooh, oh, man. I actually, I don't really know. Uh, <laughs> hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> See, I don't know, but I feel like a lot of people would know, like, immediately. Uh, like, my mom would totally know, like, something quirky about me. But for, for me, I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> and just so anybody knows, if you're watching this from the back office part of this, um, you can go to the Chris and Sandy show Facebook page. And, watch, and you can interact with the guests. Mm -hmm. As you see, I can pull up comments up there. So if you want to interact, go to the Chris and Sandy show page. Yes. Um, so as you know, a lot of people, they see the glory of like a Blake Shelton, of a Miranda, of a Carrie, but they don't see the grind, the sacrifice, the tears, the struggles that it takes, not just to get to their level, but even a career level. And I always want to talk about that because I think that so many people miss that side of it. They jump right. in this crazy career yeah. thinking, oh, I've got the talent, I'll make it. But me yeah. and you both know that that's not always the case. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the sacrifices that you have made through the years. Yeah, um, totally. When I started acting, I, I was going to California a lot and I was there for three months and I didn't see my family in all those months and I missed my niece's birthday. We actually have the same birthday. So oh, wow. I, missed, I missed like our birthday together and that was like, mm -hmm. that was like, ugh. it broke my heart and it was terrible. And, you know, there was a lot of just, yeah, my family, it, it was, it that's like probably one of the biggest sacrifices is like, I missed a lot in my wow. family, yeah. like gatherings together. And it's like, I'm missing that. I miss Easter with them. I miss so much. And it was just hard just being literally in California and my family, like all the way in Florida. And it's like, it's wow. like I don't know. It was the worst feeling. And, it, and yeah, I was in the dumps for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I guess that was a adjustment being so young yeah. too for yeah. you. Yeah, I was I was very young when I started going to California and I thought it was just going to be like a, a, you know like a few trips out there maybe like a week out there but then it was it, it was a week and then it turned into two weeks and then a month and then like a month then and then then two months and I'm like I can't handle this. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, we get what, what you what artists and actors and all mm -hmm. that go through because, you know, we're chasing the same dream y'all are chasing, but yeah. on a different platform. You know, yeah, just different we want to be the Bobby Bones, the Ty yeah. Bentleys, you know, the Kelly Clarkson show. We want to be all that. too. We do. So we're like chasing and grinding this out. And we have side, and jobs. We have side jobs to keep us afloat. We have um, a uh, nine year old, which you'll hear from him yes. later. Homeschooling. Yeah, and then we've got. 
our two-year-old daughter. So we try to balance everything, try to run a show. And sometimes it can get really hectic. And we have to sacrifice um, a lot because we don't get to do a lot of things because yeah. of all this. So what are some of the struggles that you've went through? Because I always, again, you know, I want people to understand that that sacrifice and struggles come with this type of lifestyle. Yeah. And I want people to understand that, you know, yes, you you're you're normal if you have them. <laughs> I mean I don't know. Um I I mean I missed like a ton of opportunities. Like I missed being in a couple of shows for like other things. So like I was, oh, wow. like then that's like the like the bad thing about being in everything about mm -hmm. uh, acting and singing and like dancing and modeling it's like we i'm in so like much it's like i miss like other opportunities wow. and mm -hmm. other things so like i'll miss performing at w one event because i have to do this acting thing so it's like no matter what i'll, I'll miss like a ton of opportunities but that it probably happened for a reason because you know god has a plan for you so i may have missed performing for a certain reason you know but i can always do it again so i mean you never know so exactly so we talked a little bit about the sacrifice side let's go the other way and talk about the glory side you know when you look back on your career so far what are a few moments and you know you being a model a dancer an actor and singer i mean there's got to be some great moments that you have had oh course oh my gosh <laughs> i had like an amazing opportunity to be in two dolly parton movies um and that was i will never forget that moment wow. <laughs> it was amazing i got to work with her sister stella parton and i got to oh, talk yeah. to dolly on the phone and it, it was amazing and so that's like one thing i'll never forget like it was incredible Wow, awesome. you know. So, what was that like? I mean, you know, and what let's let's go, let's go back a little bit. Um, what was it like your very first acting gig? I think. Well, I don't even remember my first acting. I think it was I was in a Party City commercial. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah, and <laughs> it was like I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I was like nine and my mom's like, yeah, you're going to be in a commercial. And I'm like, okay. Wow. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I went on set and I went to like the hair and makeup trailer. I still didn't know what was happening. Um, and then I got dressed and they put me on this huge set. It was wonderful. We had like an Easter egg hunt. Uh, it was so cool. And yeah, I think that was, yeah, that was my first acting experience and I loved it. I had so much fun, you know, it was very chill, relaxed, and I made great friends, and I met amazing people from it, so it was it was really cool. So Cindy said you're Turn Up the Heat dance studio owner. Oh, Shana is here. Hi, Ms. Shana. Oh, jeez. I also saw, yeah, I, I actually did. I missed prom. That was like another sacrifice I had to make um, since I, w I performed at my church's um, uh, event called um, Love is My Religion. So, and I was I also had to do a music video. And so I had to miss my first prom and I was very- Wow. Oh, wow. 
and I, I don't think I'm, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to go to prom at all. So that was my <laughs> one like opportunity and I missed it, Oh, wow. um, but it's okay. <laughs> now this may be a tough question to answer, but I got to ask out of all the four things that you do, if if you had to make a choice, what would be your route? Uh, this, this is so okay. I get asked this question so much, and literally, I don't know because I love it so much. I love it all like with uh, with a passion, and it's hard to just like stick to one route. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because I feel like it kind of they all like kind of go together. In a way, so exactly. like, mm -hmm. like, what happens if I'm in a show where I have to sing? So it's like, yeah. you never know. And I've had to get, I've had a lot of auditions where I was a singer in a, a show. So then I had audition and I had to sing. And it's like, you know, they all kind of go together. I love that. And what's great is, you, like you said, you don't have to pick, which, you know, but you know, it's always interesting to see if there's a certain passion that people have more of when they do multiple things. But it's good that you have all this because I think it makes you a more well rounded, um, creative person. It does. Yeah, yeah. I get that a lot, actually. Um, and how, like, I, I, I stay humble a lot. I get that a lot you know and i'm like oh thank you i try <laughs> because like i try uh being in la a lot you know you're surrounded by a lot of the a lot of people who do the same thing as you and so mm -hmm. it's a very toxic environment because everybody wants the same thing as you um mm -hmm. and i've been to a lot of auditions where it, a lot of my friends you know, we have all auditioned together and one person would get mad because the other person made it through and not them. So it's like, but for me, I just stayed well-rounded and I'm like, listen, whatever happens, happens. It's like, you don't need to get mad over it. And a lot yeah. of the parents, uh, like a lot of my friend's parents came up with like, go to my mom and it's like, you know, she's so humble. How do you do it? Wow. And I, wow. It's like, and my mom would, my mom would be like, you know, smile ear to ear. <laughs> it would be like very like, and I could tell like she's very proud of me, and it's yeah, it's it's great, and I try to stay humble, you know. So, Cindy, asked, did you like the filming of Dolly Parton movie? I did. Ah, so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Oh my gosh, it was so okay. It was worth waking up at like four thirty, going oh, to set, wow. and like getting bit my bit by mosquitoes all day. It was so worth uh -huh. it. It was, it was amazing. Oh, wow. I love that. You know, and again, you know, you're on the lucky side that you found your passion at such a young age because a lot oh, of yes. people, you know, they work these nine to five jobs. And of course, if anybody working nine to five job, I'm not against it. You yes. know, but you got a lot of people that are miserable in their jobs. Yeah. yeah. And they, they go through and they feel like their dreams that they had when they were younger, they're gone. You know, I'm about to yeah. be 50 this year. And we found a new passion within this show that we started last year. So yeah. I want people to understand, I don't care where you are in life, whether you're young like you, older like us, or even in your 60s and 70s, if you have a passion that you've never fulfilled, there's nothing like pursuing it and going for it, even if you think the odds are against you. And I'm sure you feel same same way on that, too. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, I get asked um, a lot by, you know, kids and like teens, you know, my age are like, what do you want to do? 
like when you grow up like what's your you know goal in life and I always say it's like I just want to continue what I've started like acting singing Hmm. dancing I want to continue that for like the rest of my life but my parents have always said you always need to have like a plan b and so I'm like I'm gonna go to school for nursing and I, so, you know, I want to, cause my whole family's in the field. My sister's a firefighter. Okay. My, husband's a yeah. firefighter. Um, my grandpa was in the, um, the coast guard. So it, that's what I'm going to do. So it's like, I'm, I'm going to get my nursing like degree and like do all that, but I'm going to continue doing what I really truly love. Love that. Because awesome. yeah, again, you never know where people stand on it. I mean, some people feel like you got to be all in. And there's yeah. no no plan because, you know, when when you look at a lot of people on the artist side, you know, when they're interviewed by um, hosts, mm-hmm. there's always that same question that big hosts always ask. They always ask, what would you be doing if music didn't work? And 90 percent of the answers have always been the same. I would just be a broke musician because I had no plan B. Yes. <laughs> it's one of them double-edged swords. You, you know, society says you have to have a plan B, but most people who make it didn't. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, oh my gosh. Uh, I mean, I wish it was like that, man. <laughs> it's tough, ain't it? It is. It's really tough. It's like, oh. Uh. <laughs> I, I always have to have a backup plan for everything. So, uh-huh. like, no matter what, I'm always going to have a backup plan. <laughs> <laughs> then you have the backup plan with the backup plan. Huh? Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's how Sandy always was. She has had a plan. Oh, yes. Plan I always for that, plan plan for that. Out. And I'm the one on I the opposite plan, side where I'm the other way. We're like, let's just yeah. like with the show. Let's just do it. She was like, well, nobody knows who we are. I'm like, who cares? Let's just do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. I I mean, heck, nobody knows who I am. I still love doing it. It's so much fun. <laughs> <clears throat> so as you know, a lot of people, they see um, the they see the artists, but they don't see the teams behind the artists. And in our opinion, the teams they never don't. get the love that they deserve. So yeah. take a few moments just to tell us about the team that helps you be who you are. Yeah, um, yeah, I I have such a fantastic team. Uh, my music manager Cody Longo, he got me to Nashville and he helped me write songs, and I got to write it with incredible people, um, um, Sean and uh, Jamie Floyd, and they're just so uplifting, and they really like, they really like helped me bring out like who I really am it's like my songs so like yeah heart it's like they they talk to me and they're like listen just break down your whole life and so we took like a good hour an hour and I was like well this is who I am so we started talking and and we were like for this song we want it to just be about you and about like your family and your home and like where you came from so that's why we called we named it hometown heart because it's like I love my home so much and I love my family and friends so much. It's like, why not just like let everybody else know? So Gina asks, when's your next song being released? Ah, Little Bit of Blue. It's coming out this month. Uh, The dates are a little all over the place, but hoping for (laughs) the 14th, I believe. Oh, Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm so excited. Now, 
since your parents are so much behind you, which is great, tell us a parent story. Now, you probably got a thousand of these, yes. but tell us a story that kind of stands out where you can look back and you're like, wow, they get that this is my passion and purpose. Well, my parents have put in so much for me and they tell me all the time. It's like, listen, we're going to continue to support you as long, like as long as possible. It's like, if you don't want to do this anymore, just let us know. We won't be mad, you know, because they sacrificed so much for me, especially um, going to California a lot. My mom wow. sacrificed so much. Um, she, you know, she, she um, slowed down. She's a realtor. So she slowed down, like, you know, all of that just so I could live my dream of acting and singing in LA. Um, and she was also gone from our family for you know, three months. And so it was hard for her and hard for my dad. So, and my dad was here in Florida all by himself with our dog Wow! up every day working and missing, you know, us. And so, yeah, they definitely, they sacrificed so much for me and I'm so grateful. And they said May 21st, May 21st. Thank you, mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of teams, um, we have a third co-host or nine year old. Oh, yes, we do. We His bring name on is Christopher. That we ask three questions out of for each guest. So yes, gonna go get him I will quick. get him. And we've got a two year old daughter that when she gets older, she'll be plugged into the show too. Cause we are a family affair show. Oh yes. That's amazing. You know, cause you know, when we first launched the show, that was one of the things that I was like, you know what? You know, I want to include the family in because so many things exclude family Yeah, yeah. out there. You know, if you can, if you can include family, why not? Yeah, of course. Make it a family show. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Mama said, welcome. It's like, thank you. See, that's one of the cool things about StreamYard. People can comment. And I can pull it up there. I know. It's, it's amazing. My, my mom's helping me out quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, hi, hi you're doing good. So, what's your favorite food? My favorite food? Oh, yes. I love food. I don't know. Let's see. I really like pizza, and I really like I really like chicken wings, like boneless chicken wings. Those are yeah. My yeah. Okay, so what's yours? Oh, mine. Mine's pizza. Oh, love pizza. What kind? What do you like on your pizza? Mm, uh, pepper, pepperoni, sausage, and supreme. Oh, the supreme. My dad loves a supreme pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we usually get pepperoni or pepperoni and sausage, and we just recently got supreme, and that's become and one of his. He loves it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, my dad's the same. He loves like you know pepperoni, sausage. He loves like all of all of that. Wow. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Oreos. Okay. That's my favorite food is also Oreos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna, you know. Turn them down, right? You're not turning it down. <laughs> okay, so what's your favorite TV show? My favorite TV show. Okay, I don't really watch like normal TV. I watch like a lot of Netflix. So right now, right now I've been binging um, The Walking Dead. Because oh, wow. for years, I've been terrified of watching it because my mom and my dad, you know, every Sunday night, they'll watch it. And I would always hide in my room and not watch it because it was so scary. But now that I'm older, <laughs> I finally have, like, come to the realization that it is just a TV show. So now I am currently watching The Walking Dead, and I absolutely love it. 
Mm-hmm. What's yours? Mine is SpongeBob. Of course, oh SpongeBob. I used to watch that so much when I was younger. Um, <laughs> my dad, my dad, and I used to watch it all the time together. And wow. as, as parents, we get to rewatch it over and over and over. Yeah, <laughs> yes, we do. And and what's been cool about our show is that we um. You know, because, like, as you know, we bring on artists and actors. Yeah. We've been able, and he watches a lot of Nickelodeon shows. So we've been able to bring on a lot of Nickelodeon show people on his shows onto yeah. our show. Oh, that's amazing. So he's yeah. been able to um, ask them questions, which has been pretty cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, so uh, was it very movie? My favorite movie? Ooh, I have a lot. <laughs> Probably Mamma Mia. I used to watch it all the time with my grandma and it's like, it's like a musical. If you haven't seen it, um, it's a musical and I love the songs and it's just, it, I love the movie. It's, it's fantastic. And there's dancing in it. So literally everything I love in one movie. <laughs> wow. And what's yours? My it's a minion movie. Oh, of course. <laughs> and our little two-year-old loves the minions. Yes, oh, she does. Oh. There's like what? How many minions? There's like a Despicable Me. There's three of those and one called the Minion Movie. Yeah. So there's three of them and one called the Minion Movie. Yeah. Do you have like a specific like movie, like Minions movie, you like? Which one do you yeah, like? Which the best? your favorite? Which part? Uh, Despicable Me too. Despicable oh, of course. <laughs> I, haven't seen, I haven't seen the third one or the Minions movie. So wow. I only know the first and the second. <laughs> but the second one's a good one. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's, they made his heart melt finally, you know. Oh uh, yeah, that was yeah. It was so cute. <laughs> <laughs> bye, thanks. Oh bye. It was nice talking to you. <laughs> yeah, he loves that part. You know, he's been on the show probably ninety-eight percent of the show. It's only been a few he times. Has, yeah. Wow. You know, since we homeschool, we're able to pull him in. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was homeschooled yeah. too for um since fifth grade. Oh wow! Oh wow! How how's that been for you? Um, it's been great. I actually graduated early at fifteen. Um, oh wow! Because I was working on a show called Chicken Girls, which was on YouTube. Um, <laughs> and I would I I would always want to work like as much as I could and like film as much as I could, but I could never because I would pumpkin out, which basically yeah. is because. Yeah. I'm not graduated. Um, they can't keep me um, till like a certain time. So we'd have to be like offset, like, you know, done by uh, like seven o'clock. And mm. so mm-hmm. because of that, I couldn't work as much. And oh, wow. I wasn't like getting a lot of auditions because they want like people over the age of 18. And so um, I'm like, I got back from California and I set my mind that I'm like, I'm getting I'm finishing school because there's also a thing called the chess peep where if you take it and you pass it you're like a legal 18 even though you know you're 15 16 years old um but you still have to do high school and I'm like yeah. I'm yeah. gonna take a test and then still do high school That's <laughs> so I'm like you know what I'm just gonna do it all so I finished oh, wow. school at 15 and yeah and I graduated wow. So now I'm getting a lot more like great opportunities and like auditioning for a lot more shows. You yeah. just do it all, don't you? Yep, I do. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. yeah, so, so this will be kind of a two-part question because mm-hmm. usually I ask an artist this question, 
yeah. and an actor and this question are separate. But since you do both, I'll kind of tie it into both. Yeah. If you could co-write with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be? And on the actor side, if you could co-star with yeah. any actor, who would it be? Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So for music, I I love Elvis so much. Oh, so yeah. maybe Elvis Presley, because uh, you know I'm an old soul. I love country, like old country music, so much. Uh, my, so does my dad. So like my dad and I kind of bond over that. And um, Johnny Cash, oh, man. There's so many like great like oh, yeah. country stars that I love to just like. Yeah, you know, we had um, Johnny Cash's daughter-in-law on, Anna really? Christina Cash. Yeah. Are you kidding? What the heck? <laughs> yeah, she was late. We had her on last year. Yeah, last she year, was really great too. Um, she but, was Anna Christina Cash. Oh. That's amazing. Oh wow. Yeah, she's married to John Carter Cash. Yes. Wow. Huh. Well, I'm, that's a, <laughs> that's amazing. Um, and then for acting. Ooh. I don't know if I'd want to do Tom Hanks <laughs> or Tom Holland. Oh, wow. Tom, so, so. You like um, Tom's, huh? I know. I'm like, oh. I love the Tom's. <laughs> like, I just watched uh, Tom Hanks, uh, uh, the Captain Phillips movie. Mm -hmm. And it was, I didn't realize, and I love Forrest Gump. But like I didn't oh, yes. realize how great of an actor he was until I watched um, Captain. And we Hanks. live in Savannah, where Forrest Gump was filmed. Filmed. Mm -hmm. uh, that's amazing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I didn't realize how great of an actor he was until I watched that movie, and it felt so real. And I'm like, wow, it'd be so cool to do a movie with him. And then like for, for like Tom Hanks, I was. Uh, He's part of Marvel, and mm. my dream is to be in a Marvel movie. Oh, so, wow. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> let's get that. Let's get that to work. Yeah. I know, right? Put it out there. Come on, Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> so, Cindy asks, are you going to write a song about Aunt Gina? Oh, my gosh. My Aunt Gina. I love my Aunt Gina. She's, like, my number one fan. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I really want to write a song about, like, all the women in my life. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Soon on, Gina. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. So, um, 2015, we interviewed Kelsey Ballerini. And one of the questions we asked her was where she wanted to be in five years. I always like to tell this story before I ask the guests that same question. Yeah. Because back then, nobody really, really knew who she was. Yeah, she was she rising was in the charts for the first time. Yeah. And, um, and she knew where she was going. Nobody was going to stop her. And, and she was. Out. And it's amazing to watch where she's at now because that was exactly where she said she would be in five years. So yeah. knowing that, where do you want to be in five years? I, okay. I want to sing on the Grand Ole Opry. That That's a good one. I, I yeah, went I there on a family trip, my mom, dad, and I. Uh, when was it? Like 2016, maybe? Uh, we went to Nashville and we visited the Grand Ole Opry. And I, I, stood, I actually got to stand on the stage. And I took a picture and it was so cool. I got like this rush and I'm like, ah, I want to sing on here so bad. And so I really, yeah, I really want to sing on the ground all Opry. And obviously I want to be in a Marvel movie. 
So those are like my two goals yes. I really want to accomplish. Um, uh, she said she's your number one fan. Oh, yeah, my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the whole Marvel, like maybe the Marvel movie might be over the top, might not be able to accomplish down to five years, but it's okay. It's always good to have dreams. <laughs> it is. Absolutely. And now let's look even further down the road. Let's say 15 years down the road. Let's say you're a success on a grand scale. Whatever that looks like for you, you're there. If the person you are today could meet her, your future successful self, what would you want to remind her? To, hmm, you know, to always like keep your family as close as like you possibly can, and like always remember who's like on your side and who's who's always going to stick beside you, because I know, like in the in the future, I'm going to meet people who say, oh my gosh, yes, I'm always with you. I'm, you know, I'm your best friend. You're, you know, I'm always going to stick beside you, but really they're mm -hmm. not. And so I, I probably tell my future self that, and hopefully my future self listens to me <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and like does it. Um, but yeah, I tell myself that. That is awesome. awesome. If you could describe your music to someone who's never heard it before, how would you describe it? Very um, upbeat and very positive because that's what I really want to uh, do with my music. I want to really uplift people and spread positivity because there's a lot of hate in the world. And that's true. You know, a lot of the music that is being released is very not so positive. And yeah. Right. Negative. And so I just, yeah, I want to spread a lot of positivity through um, all of my stuff that I do. I love that. We can always use some more of that. And, <laughs> For what would you like your legacy to be as an artist? What would you ultimately like to be known for? It's just spreading positivity. That makes sense. Like I, I really like even to like the day I die, I want to be known as like a positive role model to so many people. Um, and that yeah, that's what I yeah, that's what I really want people to see me as. You know, a lot of people always say that music heals. Have, do you have a moment in your life where music helped you get through something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, well, see, when my my grandma and I were very close, and when she passed away, I was I I was not like sad, but like mm -hmm. I, I I was, but like I just didn't know what was happening. So I spent a lot of time just listening to music and listening to like different types of music and like just realizing like who like my grandma wants me to be and like over the, you know, thinking about like what she's taught me over the years and just like, so like listening to positive music, it helped me like get through a lot of stuff and it helped me get through things um, that, you know, I've gone through. And so it's, yeah. Yeah. And isn't that what music's for? It's to move people. It, it is. People. So it, it, it gets me like very upset whenever I see people like take advantage of music and they spread like a lot of hate um, to other people and mm -hmm. spread like not very good things to like, kids who are young because uh, kids who listen to it, you know, they're going to get influenced by it. And I think yeah, that's not really a good thing. And I don't really like that. 
Now, with you being so young, you kind of hit something there. Uh, you know, how do you handle the troll? Because, you know, in our day, oh, you yeah. didn't have social media. So yeah. for people that were rising out there as artists, they, you know, they heard the negative talk from people yeah. and that you're not this, and you're not that. But you didn't really see it back then like you do. Right. Now it's so easy for people to just jump on social media and adults are worse at this than the kids are. It's oh, crazy, yeah. but they jump on social media. Oh, you can't sing. You can't act. You, how do you as a young woman handle that side of it? Okay. So when I was younger, I, it was, it was hard to deal with because obviously being born and raised in Florida and being surrounded by people who love you and like, who support you. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, you always get, oh my gosh, you're amazing. You're so talented. It's like, thank you. And then, but once you get that one comment, like that first comment and they're like, you are terrible, it, it, it'll, it'll hurt you. And over mm -hmm. the years, I've kind of built up like a shield and, um, you know, I've, I've kind of just like realized, you know, I tell myself all the time, it's like, you want to be here if you don't have talent. It's like, yeah. and my parents yeah. tell me all the time, it's like, Absolutely. you want to be singing, you know, at like your, your church's um, event, you know, if you couldn't sing, it's like, you want to, I wouldn't be doing all this if I didn't, you know, have the talent. Yeah. So whenever I get a lot of hate, it's like, I just block it. It doesn't bother me. And it, and I, it's just, it, I love it when people try to hurt my feelings because they try so hard, but I'm a lot like my dad. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, sure, okay, believe what you want to believe, but you're not hurting my feelings, like, at all. Like, yeah, they don't write your paycheck, dad, right? Like, <laughs> they're not the ones writing your paycheck. No, exactly. No, they're I'm not. Like, I'm like, you okay, you know what? It's like, how about you step into my shoes for a day and you do all this, <laughs> you do everything that I'm doing. Okay, and I'd love to see what you see at the end of the day. And what really, you know, a lot of times, you know, as they say, hurt people hurt people. And that's usually what the case. They, you yeah. know, usually it's people who's been hurt in the past um, and they're out to hurt people. And they might not even realize that they're even doing this because it's it's been programmed in them for so long. So sometimes you have to have some empathy and sympathy for them. But at the same time, you have to say, you know what? I'm moving forward. It doesn't matter what people think. I have to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And when I was in school, because I actually, I went to public school um, until fifth grade. And when I was in, I was in fourth grade, uh, I got bullied because I was in a magazine. Wow. And, uh, it was all over the place. And kids would bring it to school and they would ask for me to sign it. And all of the girls got huh. jealous and they started bullying me. And over the years i'm like why would they bully me for like me being in a magazine but it's <laughs> yeah, like, that it was only, and then i realized that like it's only because i was already achieving so much when i was in fourth grade and so and my parents talked to me about it and they're like you've achieved so much at such a young age it's like you need to be proud of that it's like you don't need to let people bring you down because of what you're accomplishing you know, that's like, you know, we're, I'm Facebook friends and I've talked with Gabby Barrett's dad and sister through the years. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of knew them before the, um, she went on Idol and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I remember, and he talks a lot about her journey 
and she was bullied in school and all, she went through a lot of crap and uh, and and he talks about and it's funny because on Facebook he'll he'll say um that people don't realize that the girls are the worst when it comes yeah. to that for another girl rising. Yeah, that's very true. And yeah. it should be the other way around. It girls should, should be yeah. supporting the girls. It should yeah, be exactly. And I don't understand it. <laughs> I'm still so confused about all that. Um, yeah. but, I don't know. It's so complicated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, being married, women can be complicated, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, we got a little two-year-old. Oh, we already. She's, she's already complicated. Her. She's oh, already I, have, I have a niece. I have a five-year-old niece. Mm, let me tell you, she is a firecracker. <laughs> yeah, the truth. It is. It's crazy. <laughs> so staying on the advice side, let's say you had a friend of yours and you heard him or her sing and they have something special. As Simon Cowell to say they have that it factor. And but they've played maybe 40 or 50 shows and they're still getting their feet wet on the performance side. Um, but they've gotten on stage. And I got what every artist says, that stage bug where they looking over the crowd, the crowd's roaring for them, and they just know they're in the right place. And they come to you and they say, I know I'm supposed to do this with the rest of my life. What advice would you give that specific person to help guide them the next few years? And a second part of that is that if it would be different advice, what would you give an actor on the same thing? So for a singer, I'd be like, listen, if you feel like that you need to do this for the rest of your life, it's like, go for it. Like, literally, I, I'm not going to hold you back. Don't let anybody else hold you back. No matter, like, what... All the all types of hate you get, it's like don't let that get to your head because that is what's going to push you into becoming a big, you know, into going like into like bigger things. Um, and for acting, it's it's again keep going, keep pushing yourself because you know I have times where even I doubt and I'm like, oh, is this? Do I really want to continue acting? But it's like, and then I remember, it's like I've again, I've I have achieved achieved so much in my life it's like keep pushing and you're gonna you're gonna become huge and you're gonna do a lot of big things and we all feel like that because like even yesterday i posted on facebook that sometimes you just feel like you want to quit and yeah. today's one of those days because yesterday i had one of those days he did yeah, <laughs> and, yeah i don't have many of those days but just sometimes it just seems like as you're growing and you're growing and you're moving mm -hmm. up yeah. it's like are you ever gonna have you hit a brick wall, you hit a brick like wall and it's like how do you get through that brick wall you're like you're pounding and pounding and pounding yeah. and pounding and it's like it won't break yeah and you see little chips fall but at the same time, we're also in too deep to where, you know what? We would regret this the rest of our life oh, if we sure. quit now. Yeah. I'm sure you feel like that. Yeah, I felt like that so many times. I'm like, I've, I've done so much and I've spent so much of my life doing this. It's like, I, I don't, I can't stop now. It's like, <laughs> I've already done so much. But in like, but the other part of me is like, it's like, but is it really worth like putting in more? We like, get it yeah. so much more, and and like, and I'll just sit in my room, and I'll just I'll think it's like, and I go over like the past like couple of years, and like just look over the stuff that I've done, and you know, 
but really it's all what like God has for you and like what God wants it wants you to do in your life because you know he's paving the path for you and so you get so, a day to complain uh, look <laughs> we give her a day to complain <laughs> keep <pushing>. yeah <laughs> I'll have those days no for real I'll literally have a day where I wake up I'm done I'm done I'm not doing it anymore I'm getting a job. Yeah, <laughs> um, but no, but for real, it's like what God has for you. God has a plan for you. He's paving um, a way for you. And that's all you need to focus on. And I'll, I'll pray. And I'm like, God, is this really like, is this what you want me to do? And so, but, and I just keep pushing though. Keep going no matter what struggles are, is in my way. I'll just push through it and I'm all good. And we get that, too, because we feel like that this is what God has us right now in our life and marriage for this show. And so we have to look at, OK, yeah, if, if this family. is what you want, then we will suffer whatever we got to suffer yeah. to get to that promised land. Yep. And it's like even with. um, um What was I going to say? Even with, <laughs> you know, like all of like the stuff I've had to give up, it's like no, even giving up certain things it's like i've also gained a lot more so mm -hmm. like giving up one thing i've gained three so it, it's like you know there there is a plan exactly yeah so i got two more questions and then we'll let you get out of here um but um tell us a fan story where a fan went above and beyond for you and you're like wow oh wow okay i get like I try to respond to as many people because I get a lot of DMs and I get a lot of comments and I love getting like DMs from like my supporters. And it's, it's weird calling them fans because you know, they, I'm literally a normal person. They're family really. Uh. Yeah, for real. They're, yeah. They are family and like they support me through everything. Uh, but I, I remember like one time like a girl DMed me and she was like, I got baptized recently, um, a couple of weeks ago and mm -hmm. it changed my life. And I'm like, I'm, I, I feel like a brand new person. And she was like, oh, you wow. inspired me to open up with my faith. And, and congrats. I, and, oh, oh, congratulations thank you. Thank on you. that. Um, no, she's, like, she's like, you have helped me open up like with my faith and I'm going to get baptized and you are, you are such an incredible role model. And I'm like, this is incredible. I'm actually inspiring like young girls um, to do what, you know, they were scared of doing. And so it's like, it's incredible. And I love like getting those messages because it makes me want to push more and makes me like want to continue to do everything. And Cindy said, followed at the mall, afraid to talk to you. Oh yeah. I also got followed at the mall <laughs> yeah, a couple of times. It was, it was kind of funny though. <laughs> you know, what's funny is we had a, we went to Nashville for the first time a few weeks ago and we had a great time first trip, but um, that kind of reminded me. Um, I feel like a stalker now in a way. Cause um, oh, this is Sandy looked yeah. up cause little Chris wanted to see some celebrity homes. Yeah. He was like, where's all the country stars? <laughs> so we looked like, up some celebrity up homes and she found an address for big Kenny from big and rich. Yeah. So we decided to go check out the house. We don't know yeah, if it was really his know, at the time. I found it listed two or three places. Same so, address. So. so we drove by there and I'm in the parking spot. And I'm not in the driveway, but I'm on the road and we're kind of blocking the driveway, but we're looking yeah. at the house and this car pulls up on the side of me and starts to roll down the window. Now I'm thinking they're going to ask us the same question that we thought 
is that big Kenny's house. Yeah. And she says, may I help you? Now I'm not sure what to do because apparently she was trying to get in to this house and we were blocking, and, and, and the, way. We were blocking the way. And I was like, uh, so I just told the truth. Like, you know, we seen that this may be big Kenny's house where Chris and Sandy with the Chris and Sandy show. And, and, and she said, and she actually, she said, yeah, that is big Kenny's house. So we, we did confirm that was his house. Yes. And then she goes, is there anything you want me to tell him? Cause he's out of town right now. I was like, I was like, well, this is my chance. I was like, well, tell him that Chris and Sandy from the Chris and Sandy show stopped by. So. <laughs> oh, wow. And she said she would. Tell us. <laughs> but that was one of the moments yeah. where I felt, I was like, when we were leaving there, I was like, oh God, I feel like a stalker now. Yes. <laughs> That's hilarious. Wow. That's so cool. <laughs> Cause we weren't expecting yeah, we anybody to pull up. Yeah. We were, we were just looking at the house. And yeah, Christopher <laughs>, laughs about it. He's like, we were big Kenny stalkers. <laughs> when we were in LA, my mom and I were just driving around and um, we go to like this little diner and behind the diner, I guess was like Justin Bieber's house. So oh, we were oh, wow. yeah. house and we were like, hmm. <laughs> and like, we just like, we slowly just like drove yeah. past it, like made a U-turn and like, you know, went, <laughs> right. around, went around and like, kind of like, just like looked at it. And, I mean, we weren't looking over the bushes at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I've done it way too many times. Oh, and also speaking of that mama, oh yeah, my mom. Uh, I was doing an audition at Warner Brothers, like the studio. Yeah. And uh, we get into this elevator, and I'm headed up there. I'm like looking down on my paper, and the uh, a girl who's also auditioning, and her mom comes in, freaking out. They're like, "Oh my gosh, we just saw Mark Wahlberg!" Oh, wow. oh wow. Oh my gosh, my mom loves like him and his family so much. And yeah. I look at my mom, and she goes, <laughs> and so my mom's like, "Go." going to the audition, I'm going to find Mark Wahlberg. And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> leaving me in the Warner Brothers studio by myself. And so oh, that's funny. It was hilarious. And so like, she was like, all the moms huddled together, making like a game plan of like, so they can go find Mark Wahlberg. Oh, like, wow. Ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and your mom might appreciate this, but the other day we had Taylor Dane on our show. And we did. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was pretty cool, you know, because it, it got back in our day and it's, it's really oh, cool. Yes, we heard her on the radio all the time. When we have guests that we looked up to when we were younger and all of a sudden we get them on our show. Yeah, <laughs> that's incredible. Wow. That's so cool. <laughs> so as we come to a close here, what's next for you? To be honest, I'm just continuing my journey. Um, I'm again, it's all what God has for me and cause really, yeah, mm -hmm. I don't really have like a, a plan for like the future, you know, like I have goals and I'm going to set those goals and I'm, I'm like my dad, my dad wakes up every morning. He sets a goal for what he wants to achieve in the day. And then he has a goal of like what he wants to achieve in a week in a month in a year. And that's basically what I'm doing. I'm just setting goals for, you know, my week and then my month and the year. And I'm just going to try and accomplish those goals. And hopefully it leads me into something a lot bigger. That is really awesome. Yeah. So tell everybody how they can reach out to you. 
Yeah, so uh, I on all my socials, it's uh, I am Aaron Reese. Um, yeah, all over the place. Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. You can find me on there. You can find my music um, on all music platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple, um, iTunes. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we really enjoyed having you on the we show did. today. It was and, we of fun. and we definitely look forward to having you back down the road. Yes, oh, of course. I'd love to. <laughs> You know, it's our pleasure. Thanks oh, so much. Thank you so much, guys.